Good morning, all you great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe. It is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. Look at that. Look at that. And um, we're finally going to unpack my Charleston trip. Um, I've been really tired. I had a very interesting December and then that went into January with no holes barred and uh, lots of things unfolded going to Charleston during Charleston and now we are on the other side of after Charleston so um let's get into it per the usual sit back relax Uh, Do whatever you need to do this Monday morning to get you ready for this work week for some of you guys. My work week doesn't start on Mondays, but nonetheless, enjoy the show. (sighs) Where to begin? I guess the best place to begin, or at least where I feel like I should begin, is to start with the lead up going into the packing process for Charleston. So a couple of things. Uh, One, we have to start with like right before it was time for me to leave, really, a couple of weeks. Uh, My car got damaged in the parking garage of the complex where I live and by damaged I mean I went to sleep I parked my car after filling it up with gas and then um I woke up at 4 a.m in the morning to go downstairs for something and there was a note on the back of my windshield wiper that says sorry about the scratch with a arrow pointing to the scratch that was already there beforehand like there was a new scratch yes but the arrow that this particular person was pointing to was already there now what wasn't there was the damage to the mud flap that goes over my tire that was falling off of my vehicle that wasn't there beforehand so She left her contact info for me to uh, reach out to her to get her insurance. And I started that whole process of opening a claim. However, comma, she then continued to duck her insurance company for the next two and a half to three weeks because she was in Napa, followed by going to Puerto Rico. And as a, a message was left, like she was on vacation. So when she got back, she was going to actually deal with this. Y'all... If you didn't want to take care of, like, the actual situation that you caused, just say that. You didn't even have to leave your contact info. You could have did this shit old school, like the 90s, and just hit my car, not say anything. I would have found out because we do have cameras in our parking garage and a couple of other places here. But I would have found out regardless. But having someone chase behind you for weeks, like, thankfully, my car was still drivable. But that doesn't mean that, like, every couple of miles or so, I don't have to hop out the vehicle and pop shit back into place so that things don't puncture or damage my tires. But I digress. 
so I was dealing with that situation leading up to leaving for Charleston originally I was excited about the whole thing I was going to Charleston to do a four-day retreat so four days of service and I was excited because I've never been to South Carolina before and I've never been to Charleston before and I've heard some things here and there so initially I was excited but then with that happened with my vehicle and the financial strain that it caused amongst some other things my excitement was beginning to dissipate because it's like fucking hell like I can't even get out of Austin yet without some sort of chaos but little did I know that was just the beginning of the chaos So it's the night before my flight and I'm staying up pretty late to try to pack because I hadn't done any of this yet, not the way that I needed to, because I had been spending the last week or so doing Instacart for people all day, every day. So uh, fun fact, quick tip about me, even though I have my own business and I work for myself solely Because of that, I don't make the amount of money that I feel like I should be making or that I, I don't know, could be making if I had more money to put into marketing of me and what I do. And it's also, and I've said this before, not to harp on like, you know, some of the familiars, but it is um, a bit more difficult to get my food and my voice and me as a person seen specifically in this area because of you know (laughs) things from the past that this country refuses to acknowledge so I do Instacart uh, as a byproduct because it helps me pay my bills and to be honest I enjoy shopping so I love being in and out of grocery stores and it's actually helped me source things for my own events and stuff like that so that's been the the cool side of it the trash side of it has been the people because people are inherently selfish and ungrateful and entitled and it's very much the clientele when it comes to this Instacart life so I hadn't packed because I had been out there doing all of this to try to you know make up for funds and this that and the other and so forth and I had everything that I needed before I left so I packed uh, everything very carefully and made sure I had printed all my menus and had all my um accoutrements that I would need to make these events look the way that they needed to look. The only thing I would need to do when I got to Charleston was check into my hotel. I was going to come in at 2 p.m. the next day. um, Well, this next day. Um, And then I was going to check into the hotel and, uh, well, pick up the rental at the airport, check into the hotel, and then figure out exactly where the house is and how I would get there. And also um, source figure out where I wanted to get food from and things of that nature I had already looked up some stores and some stuff like that so I had kind of a small hit list but those were the plans and then all of that got derailed the next morning 
because of all the FAA nonsense. So I got to the airport about, I got up at like four o'clock, got to the airport about five, five thirty, and um, went through security. Like everything was fine. Everything was normal. Uh, didn't know anything about the FAA stuff then for whatever reason, like leaving from Austin to Dallas. No, I'm a liar. My flight did get delayed. I think twice leaving from Austin to Dallas and yes it did and I say that because now I remember that when I got to Dallas um I needed to catch my connecting flight my connecting flight was from Dallas to Charleston and I got to Dallas and um I'm rushing to try to get to the um, connecting flight and me and this one guy got over there at like the same time and like from what my info said uh, my flight in Dallas had been delayed twice one from Dallas to Charleston so I'm like okay well thankfully the Dallas flight has been delayed too so I should make it it shouldn't be a problem so I get there a couple minutes before it was actually supposed to leave and then you get to the counter and the lady's like, yeah, the plane's gone because we had been delayed a couple of times. So we wanted to get these people out of here. So the one guy who was in front of me was like, really? And then I come behind him and I'm like, the fuck? Like y'all knew that our flight had been delayed not once, but twice from there. And the flights have been delayed here too. And on the plane, the guy, the pilot even came across was like, yeah, don't worry about your connecting flights. You guys are all going to be fine because nobody else was able to leave. And then we get there and then we still miss our flight. So they just directed us to go to the uh, customer service desk, which looked like a freaking... (laughs) <laughs> the customer service desk looked like a ludicrous concert in 1997. Like, it was absolutely outrageous how long this customer service line was. And I'm standing in the line, and I'm like, there's got to be some other way to do this. Maybe if I call. So I go to the app first. And the app um, has where I can reschedule myself. And the earliest flight out it has is... Uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. that night. And I'm like, because I think it's like around noon or something. And it was about that time. Like, it's about like a, like about noon. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be here till 8 o'clock. But if that's the earliest flight I could get on, it was the last flight of the day because every other flight was the next day. And I was like, so be it. That's what I'll do. Okay. So I rescheduled myself for that flight, hopped out of line, sat down, and called um, American Airlines. This is, I just want you guys to know who I was flying, just so you know my entire experience. So I called American Airlines and talked to the girl on the phone, explained the situation. She said, okay, let me see if I can get you on another flight. So she does some digging around, blah, 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 blah. She says, okay, there's another flight that goes from Dallas to Charlotte. North Carolina and then from Charlotte to Charleston South Carolina and I said okay I said that's fine like what time does it leave she's like it leaves at three I'm like okay that's fine put me on that one I don't care that it connects as long as I can make it then let's do it all right so 
I get switched to that flight. And at this point, I'm like, I need to go to the bar, have some wine, have some something. Because this has been incredibly, incredibly stressful. And then when it's time for that flight, I'm seeing that flight get delayed over and over and over and over and over again. And I can't remember what time it was, but then they finally put us on the flight. They, it was like, okay, yeah, we're going to get out of here. So they put everybody on the flight and, um, then we're taxiing around on the strip and then we stop and then the pilot comes across the PA and he says, so, um, they're not letting any other flights come into such and such, such and such. So we're gonna have to wait. So we're sitting on the plane, on the strip for about, about an hour and a half, two hours. They didn't bring us water. They didn't bring us snacks. They didn't do anything. And um, eventually, they come back across the PA and says, so we're going to have to deplane, and uh, everybody's going to need to reschedule their flights. So they kicked us off. They put us back out there. And I forgot what time it was, but I called American Airlines again. It was like, hey, so this is what just happened, and I want to be put on another I had a flight that was leaving at 8 o'clock tonight that I see has been delayed till 10. I don't care. I just want to get out of here. Can I please be rebooked on that flight? So this lady does all that, rebooks me. And so then I go back to the bar and I have another drink. And um, <laughs> uh, And as I'm sitting there, I'm getting more text messages. The flight has been changed from 10 to 11 something. And then from 11 something to midnight. And then from midnight to like one in the morning. And I'm just sitting there like, you have got to be absolutely kidding me. I've been up all day. I've been in this airport all day. Um, the, you know, the price of airport food and, and a bottle of water is like eight bucks. It's just ridiculous. They're not giving us any food or drinks anytime that I actually have gotten on a plane. There's a hit or miss if the plane is actually going to leave. It was a lot. And so when I'm sitting at this one place and I just got me a beer, I got off the phone with my mom and I'm trying to figure some stuff out. This one guy is sitting next to me. Uh, I can't remember his name now, y'all. I'm sorry. And we just start chatting. And he's telling me about how many times his flight has gotten delayed. And he's been there for a shorter time than me. He came in halfway into the day. I've been there since the morning. We're chatting, we're chatting, we're chatting. And then he asked me, like, you know, things about me and my life or whatever. And I just rattle stuff off because that's just me in general. I have no problem talking about anything that I do, I have done, or like... I'm very open with my life experiences, if you ask. I'm not going to just offer up information out of nowhere. But if people ask questions, I have no problem answering those questions. I've just been that kind of person for a while. And as we're talking about stuff, he then shares some background about his life and then starts telling me how, like, my story is very similar to this other woman that he met. And um, 
and he starts telling me stuff that she's told him about what she did and she's also in my industry and um but she's doing something completely different than what I do and I thought it was it was pretty awesome to be able to trade like these stories and have this connection with this random stranger that I met and it helped pass the time go by and then eventually um it's time for me to board and I go to try to board or I go over and I was like okay well before I board this plane like I've been trying to track my bags this entire time and everything shows that my bags made it to Dallas um but I don't know if it's my bag has ever gotten transferred to where it needed to go to so I go up to the counter to ask about my bags and um I haven't heard anything and so the lady at the counter then has it at well we don't handle anything with baggage so we don't know like your bags are gonna go wherever you go and I'm like but ma'am I've been put on a plane deplane put on a plane deplane delayed 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 plane deplane multiple times so I have absolutely no idea where my bags are because for all of these times that I was supposed to be put on this plane and put on that plane and put on this plane I have no idea if my bags have been trapped, like going through the same chaos I have as well. But also, why are you getting an attitude with me? Like, I have a very specific question, and you're here to provide answers to those questions, and you're getting an attitude with me. And it was a lot of that. The whole day, with all of the travel chaos, for American Airlines and their staff, they treated us as customers as if it was our fault that a lot of this stuff was happening. I have never, I can't say that. Um, it was very degrading and disrespectful and just downright abhorrent how they were treating customers who had basic questions, who were trying to figure out what was going on, people trying to get home, trying to figure out their lives. Folks are having complete mental breakdowns because they can't get to their families. Because let's think about this. This is still the overflow of holiday travel. So, And all the stuff that just happened in New York in December with travel, people can't get where they need to get and people have been not being able to get to where they need to get so at least show a little bit of compassion but not this staff oh they could not be bothered (sighs) so finally I get on the plane and I actually make it to Charleston and I get to check into my hotel at 5 a.m the morning of my first service (laughs) and no this isn't over not from here so let me continue setting the scene it's 5am Thursday morning and I am just now checking into my hotel. Uh, Breakfast starts at 6.30. So I am uh, completely exhausted. My luggage has been ruined. I mean, like shredded. Uh, I still have that suitcase right now. And the only reason being is because I still have not been compensated for it by the airlines. So until that's taken care of, I just haven't thrown it away, but it is destroyed. I need a brand new suitcase. Um, uh, All the stuff for events, 
either was wet or in shambles or shattered. There was nothing but shattered glass in my suitcase as well. So I had to like shake out my clothes because there was glass everywhere. So that was a thing. Um, Thankfully, none of my chef coats got ruined. I think it's because they were at the bottom underneath everything else. Um, Neither did my knife kit. And neither did my sous vide machine and my hand mixer because all of these things were in the suitcase. A, a suitcase. Uh, so I'm like, okay, there's breakfast here at 6.30 and I have been starving because even the little food that I did eat at the airport to try to not spend so much money and still spent like 100 bucks on food and drinks um, wasn't enough. Like, so... I stayed up till breakfast, had breakfast, and then laid down. I slept for maybe about an hour and a half because I needed to source. I needed to find the house. And I needed to do a whole full-fledged dinner tonight. It sucked. Um, so, like I said, with everything else that was happening, and I mean, pretty much mainly... I didn't have a rental car because since I came in a whole day later and because other people were stuck at the airport too and then just were trying to get rental cars to get out the airport. Like so many people were just driving because your flight gets delayed over and over and over and over again. And then if you're having the experience like I was where you're being treated like trash by staff, you want to get the hell up out of there so I understood it I didn't blame anybody for the reasons of me not having the rental um so I was like okay well I'll just have to rely on public transportation and I mean by public transportation I mean I was not planning on um taking Ubers everywhere because that's a whole other expense that I wasn't trying to wrap in and I've already had to dip into extra money not really extra money, but sideline money for other things when I got back here. I already had to dip into that because of everything that had happened with the transit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take public transportation. Like, that's fine. I'm a city girl. I know how to get up and figure it out and move in the city. That's not a problem. Um, however, though, mm, I'm tired. I'm tired. So the first day for me, sucked because I was dying and um I found the closest store that I could find that was to the house and it ended up being incredibly expensive and for a meal that should have cost me a certain amount to actually produce the way that it was budgeted I spent three times that and I was livid because I also didn't even still get to get the product that I wanted and that kind of narrative weaves its way throughout the entire time that I was there for this retreat. I I was having to pull things out the sky and really like shape shift a lot of the menus that I pre-written because either I couldn't find product or if I did find something it was incredibly out of budget that it would have impeded the rest of my services, not just one service. And I was super excited about these menus. When I first put together all the menus that I wanted to do for this, I based it off of the house, um, which we're gonna get there. I feel like I need to do this in two parts because just talking about the house alone, 
y'all I apologize I'm still um my voice has been gone really when I since I came back I've been doing nothing but coughing uh the change in the weather um and to be honest me getting wet one day waiting for the bus uh I should have uh preference this by saying that I'm going to sound a little hoarse but uh yeah the house alone is a whole nother thing but the the ambiance that I took from the house from looking through the pictures online is what inspired this menu I mean the menus and knowing what I was going there for so uh we had particular services like okay well we'll start with Thursday Thursday's dinner was supposed to be an introduction to Charleston so I used things like um so I did like it was supposed to be simple so I did succotash and I did chicken fried steak and um with the sawmill gravy and uh what else did I have some uh some oreo chocolate cheesecake mousse situation so it was supposed to be like really kind of comforting, inviting. This is going to have some Charleston staples, but also I'm going to fold in some stuff that provides a sense of familiar familiarity and grounding to an area. Um, and I think I did good. I, I um, Well, I will say this. Everyone enjoyed everything. In my head, I'm rattling through the 10,000 things that could have been better because I know what I wanted it to be and how I wanted it to go and everything that led up to it was not um, was not what I wanted. And I'm very particular about... I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. And so I need things to look and feel a certain way. So that was the first night service. And there are many more services to come. Many more services to come. And uh, we need to also talk about the house. So I guess I've just gotten to, I guess I'll have to do this. So this is a post-Charleston stress disorder. (laughs) PCSD part one I didn't realize I was going to have so much to talk about and unpack but I actually do so part one